coming to you from the JD's Bar and Grill Mobile Studios in the hideout, the home of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Although, I don't know, are we here more often than the San Antonio Gunslingers are? (laughs) I want to say 100% sure. Yeah, I think so. We're in the hideout today. We are uh, coming to you on an odd day for us, but it's a regular day for you because it's Wednesday morning and it's time for the Smoking Guns podcast. I am Philip Higginbotham. I'm joined, as always, by R.C. Woods. Hello, everyone. And Leo Yamas. What's up, Gunslingers Posse? We're going to talk about all kinds of things because we are a podcast that deals with football. We are a podcast more specifically that deals with football in Texas. Even more specifically than that, we deal with football in San Antonio. Yes, we do. Particularly football around the San Antonio Gunslingers of the American Arena League. Greatest thing to happen to San Antonio football ever. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, we have uh, tons of different ways that you can get in touch with us. Uh, you can get in touch with us through social media. You can find us at Smoking Guns Pod. That's Smoking OG Guns with a Z. P-O-D on Facebook and Twitter. You can email the show at SmokingGunsPod at uh, gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also leave us a voice message. Love it. At uh, SpeakPipe. Yeah. www.speakpipe.com slash smoking guns pod. And we got one. We've got one. We get to actually hear from uh, fans, fans of the team, actually fans of us. That's right. Oddly enough, Um, we have our own fans. Look at that. Wow. Uh, You can leave us a voice message there on SpeakPipe. It can be 90 seconds or shorter. And uh, our one today is um, exactly 90 seconds. Yes, it is. In fact, I think it cuts him off as he's trying to say goodbye, finish up. Uh, And you can, uh, let's see, we did uh, social media, Mm -hmm. we did email, we did speak pipe. Yep. Um, And you can join our team on Patreon. True. And go into www.patreon.com slash smoking guns pod and support our show. Because we make all of this stuff happen on a regular basis, and uh, it costs money sometimes. It does. It does. To do that. And we're poor. And we are. Like, we, we, don't, <laughs> we, don't, we don't make a killing. No, we don't. Off of uh, broadcasting and podcasting. That's not our, our bag. We don't even no. have to report it on tax time, because that's how little we get. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. So, uh, we... Uh, are doing this on a Tuesday. I'm tired. It's very odd, but the reason we're having to do this on Tuesday is our normal Monday night recording time was taken up this That's week. Right. We're supposed to record on Mondays, and all three of us had something to do that night. Yeah, we what did. We, we were did. all busy. Very busy. Very unprofessional. Uh, we had a Gunslingers <laughs> game last night in Woo-hoo! the Rose Palace. Uh, San Antonio Gunslingers took on the Austin Wild in a and won. Yes, we yeah. did. A Big W. 30. 3626. 26. 26. Right. Mm-hmm. Or was it 34? Or no, 34. 34-24. Yeah, yeah. 34-24 win over the Austin Wild. Mm. Monday evening or football on a Monday evening. Football on a Monday night. Lots to talk about. Lots, lots. to get into with that experience. Uh, not only the game, but the mm-hmm. experience around the game. Uh, we also want to talk a little bit about... Uh, some events we have coming up. Ooh, I'm so excited. 
Austin Wild coming into town two weeks from last night. Wow. Or from Monday night. And they're night. pumped, too. The rematch. I'm uh, kind of scared. A rematch of the I-35 showdown. San Antonio's won the first. But uh, Austin's going to come in and attempt to even that here mm. in a couple of weeks. Attempt. Good word. And then before we get to that game, we've got another event we're going to talk a little bit about. So stick with us mm-hmm. all the way through the show. You always do. I mean, I, I don't know anybody listens to half a show. What would that do? Like, what good would that be? It's like eating half a sandwich. Right? Yeah. But uh, or half a dessert. Who first and foremost, let's talk a little bit about uh, this game that just happened last night for us, two nights ago for those of you that are listening as soon as this podcast comes out, which is everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's face it. Um, Leo, a, a different, uh, some, some different things at the Rose Palace last night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the main different thing right. was a very positive difference yeah. uh from the first one uh the blue monster is no more yeah the blue monster. well it is it is still there <laughs> like i well, was noticing where is it as i got to the san antonio rose palace and i got there very early yesterday so that we could get everything set up for the broadcast um and i was walking we parked all the way in the back because okay. that's where the help parks the help parks in the back oh really yeah. okay yeah didn't know that um, enter through the back door so please. yeah exactly um, so I was parking in the back. I've got my table and I've got my equipment and stuff. And I'm walking through uh, and there are some uh, shipping containers uh-huh. just over to the side and just haphazardly thrown in front. There's like two of the rolls <laughs> of the Blue Monster. And I know that's what's in the rest of that shipping container right. is, is the rest of the Blue Monster. Uh, but it was not necessary last night because they had an entirely new surface. Gorgeous. New, new to us. New to us. Yeah, uh, used to belong to the Quad City Steam Roller, Steam, steam Wheelers, wheelers. Uh, who have played in several different leagues and are still, uh, they are not having a season this season. I looked them up a couple of days ago, and uh, I think they are taking 2021 off with COVID concerns. Oh, okay. Uh, but planning on being back. They are in one of the, you know, AAL, not AAL, I'm sorry, IFL or the C. I F. Too many letters the there for yeah. me. So does that mean we have to give it back to them when we're done? No. Okay, no. good. No, this this has been purchased by the San Antonio Gunslingers. It cool. is the new surface for the San Antonio Gunslingers. You, If you were at the game or you watched the broadcast of the game, you would have noticed the branding for the Quad City Steamrollers. Yep, in the end zone. Uh, that's going to get taken care of soon. Um, our understanding is that they came, the, the surface arrived in San Antonio Less than 24 hours before the game. Wow. Uh, Somebody worked their butt off. It took them a couple of weeks to find the funding. Uh, It's not a cheap thing to Mm -hmm. buy a whole new surface. Um, And then they had to, you you don't just buy it. It's Mm -hmm. not coming through Amazon. It's not free delivery. Um, (laughs) Imagine that package right on your porch. (laughs) Imagine imagine that that Amazon driver. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be a beast. Uh, so they had to, uh, you know, deal with transport and getting mm-hmm. it down here. Somebody had to go up and, and fin- finalize the deal. And uh, I believe Jason did all that. He wow. made a trip up to Chicago and uh, babysat the uh, field coming back down. Was it Chicago or St. Louis? Chicago. No, Chicago. Man, but you go through St. Me. Louis to get to Chicago. I, I, I could have told him to take some to my brother's. 
Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure he didn't have anything else no. to do. Like, he I mean, was only had, you know, what, a little mat to take? Uh, yeah, it's just a... <laughs> a little mat. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the surface. It is not... Uh, so the original surface, the Blue Monster, as it's been referred to by the team, we didn't come up with that. That's right, what they're no. calling it around the team. Uh, the Blue Monster was just turf. It was just a yeah. turf mat that they had laid down directly on top of the dirt. Um, yeah. And that's it. Like, that's what it was. And it was kind right. of a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Of yeah. a, of a turf. Pretty much, yeah. The new surface is carpet. Mm. Basically carpet. With some padding underneath it. Uh, with, with yeah, some thick foam padding underneath. So better. I, I got to imagine a better place to uh, play on. For your joints, a better place to play on when you get tackled. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, the carpet um, is probably not a good place to get tackled. Um, anybody who's ever... Like um, carpet burn? Carpet yeah, burn. Gotten, uh, gotten any kind of carpet burn knows that, that you're going to want to wear long sleeves or tape <laughs> your elbows or whatever it is if you're going to get tackled on a regular basis on that particular kind of surface. Um, some large white-ish... Squares around the field, Leo. What was that? Uh, that was a prior sponsor mm-hmm. branding that was on those pieces oh, right. okay. when it was with the uh, Quad City. Um, obviously, their sponsors are not Gunslinger sponsors, For so sure. those had to be covered up, and they will they will eventually be replaced with Gunslinger sponsors. Right. Oh, that's cool. Again, I did notice that, but I just yeah. never thought about it. Like, uh, yeah. It, Hundreds of times better than the surface that they they went out there immensely. With. Um, I saw not only conversation on the San Antonio Gunslingers social media areas that we all frequent, but even in arena league national sort of conversations mm-hmm. that were like, "Hey, San Antonio Stepped promised up. and delivered. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, they put a better surface out here for these players." I thought it was funny. There was a couple guys out there that want to take credit for it. <laughs> I don't know if you saw any of that. No, like, I didn't see this. Like, oh, I, 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 you know, I gave them a hard time about it. I told them this and that, and I find it funny that, oh, oh you know, two weeks later they have a new surface. Like, it, they listened to me. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Look, anybody that, that were was out there for the inaugural game Anyone against the eyes, North really? Texas Bulls <laughs> or watched either of the broadcasts that came out of that, um, and thought that the gunslingers were good with that. Like, oh, that's good. Oh, please. Like, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. fine. Um, you don't understand they're the not, guys that run this organization. They're right. not paying attention, obviously, except to their own stuff. Uh, now, when we talked about that first game, that inaugural game two weeks ago, there mm-hmm. were the field was probably the biggest. Uh, complaint. negative complaint yes. yeah. kind of, you know, it didn't, it looked kind of janky. It did. It, uh, it didn't look like a place that, you know. Not and, professional. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't even sure that North Texas was going to be willing to play when they showed up. Like, right. I, I looked at the field That's and an I was ice, like. Definitely right. an eyesore. Well, and, and aside from that, it just, I, I it mean. It didn't look were, safe. It didn't look safe right. either. Right. Um, that was more my concern. They did go ahead and play a game on it, but uh, it, it was a mess. And that was probably the biggest complaint, but there mm-hmm. were others. There were others. And if we're really honest, 
um, some of those complaints are still complaints. Like they're, they're carried over to this game. There were some carryover kind of things. There were porta potties. Porta potties is a big issue. You're never going to make everyone happy. You're not. Well, no, not everyone happy. But as a female, which is a little bit different than a male, when it comes to having to go to the restroom, Wait, it makes a females difference. and males are different. Yes. Oh wow! You, you heard it here first. Interesting information. And so wow. men can, you know, it's a rodeo thing. You can go to a corner. <laughs> I know what That's you guys do. Nobody right. went into the corner of the sanitarium. To you, maybe somebody did, but I know no female did, and it's, right. it, it determines how much you're going to drink in tailgating. So if you're limiting how much we're going to drink, you're limiting how much fun we're going to have tailgating. Sure. So we need porta potties. Not- I'm saying this from all the women there, maybe some men too, but for all the women, we need porta potties. So not just porta potties. There was a scoreboard issue that we talked about two weeks ago that was still an issue uh, this time around. Uh, it, there is a finite amount of time mm-hmm. that things can get done. And I can tell you just because I, I have these conversations with the team that um, they, they know those concerns are still there. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's, you know, what can we, what do we have to fix? Right. In the amount what of do we, we need have. to fix? Right. What do we want to fix? Right. Like, it's triage in it's a way. It's triage, exactly. Right. Um, and the field was, we have to number fix one. this. Number one. That was number one. Um, and then there are lots of things that we need to fix. Like, we have to fix the field. We need to fix the scoreboard and porta potties. We want to fix the concession lines and some of that they kind of better. stuff. They were better. So, you know. I get it. I get it. But still, I have to voice the opinion from the people that I was hanging out with during tailgating. That's my job. You know, I feel I'm like past the wine you know i'm the middle person the the field being taken care of i think sends a clear signal that they're going to fix the things they can fix as Absolutely. soon as they can fix yeah. them it was just the most important part of course of, it. of course safety how important first. um is the facility is the safety of players i mean obviously we know it's super important uh, but i can tell you and if you listen to the broadcast i think in the pregame we talked a little bit about it um, North Texas drove out to El Paso mm-hmm. this weekend for That's a game right. on Saturday and got there and the field, the, the conditions were deemed unsafe. Yeah. And so they climbed back on the bus and left um, because it wasn't a safe facility. And there's some argument out there about, you know, North Texas being soft. That's horrible. Coming from the West Texas area. they played area. on our field. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's the thing is, I've seen them play in adverse conditions. Yes. In, in something that could have been, you know, deemed unsafe. Mm-hmm. They would have had every right to walk into the Rose Palace and look at the original turf and go, eh, I don't feel good about playing on this. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't. And they stayed and they played. So for them to say in West Texas, hey, this is not good condition. This is not conditions that we feel comfortable playing in. I, I don't think that's an issue of being soft. Not at all. Um, there's it's a just, safety issue. There's just a point where, you know, this is too much. This mm-hmm. is too far. Mm-hmm. Um, and West Texas is going to correct those issues. I, it's not entirely their fault. Mm-hmm. COVID hit El Paso. Of all the places in that's Texas, right. COVID hit El Paso the hardest. Yes, it did. Um, and it caused them to have to find a backup venue quickly. And the venue they found is is probably not suited for what they want to do. Yeah. Um, we were in the same predicament. For sure. So. Absolutely. See, I yep. say it too. For sure. For sure. Um, apparently, Leo got uh, a note from someone that he says for sure too often. Okay, for sure, 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 for sure. So and send me the note too. Like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you pick up my brother. So 
Uh, those kind of things aside, those those issues aside, it, things are getting better. We had mm-hmm. a better stream for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah. Uh, all the way through. We did have, right at the end, we had a, a little glitch. technological glitch. Those things are going to happen. We're going to put out... Uh, we do have all of the game, or or at least uh, you know ninety nine percent of the game on video recorded. We're going to have to edit right. it together and put out a full video of the the missing section that the, dropped on the stream. The but technology failure actually wasn't something on our end or so something that we can control. What so. we understand, and you, this sounds like excuses. It's not meant to be that. Like it just is what it is. We're learning. It can be. <laughs> It can be a lot of different places. What we have zeroed in on is that there was a server issue through our streaming company. Uh So we send that information through our internet at the Rose Palace out to a streaming company that then divides it out to three different places. It goes to YouTube, it goes to Twitch, it goes to Facebook. Um, Their server on Restream apparently had a glitch Mm -hmm. that dropped us. Yeah. And then Jonas worked hard to get us back online as quickly as he could. Uh, he got us on a separate stream, and then I think he went back and uh, uh, he hit record as soon as he knew there was a problem. So we're going to edit all that together. We're going to have a complete game um, at uh, the point that we can put that out. But these things happen. Like right. it, it, we don't have a satellite truck that we pull up and, no, and we sure you know, don't. we're not ESPN. No, we're not. We're not Fox sports. I, <laughs> I keep, I feel we're, like I say we're not the NFL on Fox a lot, right? but we're not. We're literally <laughs> three dudes with personal computers and, you know, some equipment that we've, we've happened to pick up our along own the tables, way. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. Bring it in our own tables and bring it in our own mics. And, uh, you know, the team has bought some equipment and we've bought some equipment and, and that's how we're making this work. Um, Bear with us. It's, you know, I guarantee you it's worth the price you're paying for it. When you watch it on YouTube or Facebook, the amount of money you paid for it, it, it's worth that. Um, Yes. At least that. So. Unless you want to start sending us uh, hundreds of dollars. Right. And And we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. For sure. And we'll work really (laughs) Um, hard to improve on that. And it's funny because last night was the first time that I think we got some negative reviews. What? even from a guy there in the stadium and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on him because I've just, I am the kind of person that will really focus on the one guy (laughs) that walked by me and gave me a thumbs down while I was on the microphone. I'm that kind of guy that will really focus on that. Um, I've heard tons of other people say that they really enjoyed the stream and enjoyed the fact that we had it. Um, So I'm going to concentrate on all that because you're always going to have those drive by people that are, Mm -hmm. that want to just, Crap on what you're doing. Always look at the negative. Um, so uh, things are getting better. Like things were, we talked last two weeks ago, getting a football team on the field in 15 months was huge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now we're seeing improvements made to that product. And I, I don't think they're going to stop with a field. Mm-hmm. I think there are other improvements that will be coming. Um, each and every game, I think you're going to see things that are getting better. In fact, we've heard from the team. We've heard from players Today, after the game, uh, I saw a player on a fan comment that said, hey, I really enjoyed the game, had a great time. And a player came back and said, keep coming back. It's going to get better. Mm -hmm. It's just going to keep getting better. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some on-the-field football because there's some conversation to be had there. Yep. 
we are a football podcast and there was a football game. So we can talk there was. about football a little bit. And then uh, we can move on to some other things, some for things sure. coming up in the future. So Smoking Guns Podcast, stick with us for a few minutes. We'll be right back. Smoking Guns Podcast is excited to have JD's Bar and Grill be the ones that bring yes. you the show. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. They bring you our mobile studio no matter where we go, whether it's here at the hideout like we are tonight mm-hmm. or over on the wild, wild western side of San Antonio. If we're lining up in the San Antonio Rose Palace. Wow. Or at JD's Bar and Grill. And that's coming up sooner than you may know. We'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, JD's Bar and Grill is with us wherever we go. Everywhere. Uh, They are located at 2000 Southeast Loop 410. But that probably doesn't mean anything to you. It's the Rigsby exit. Mm -hmm. Right. They are on the Walmart side, on the Walmart corner of that that space rigsby and 410 right across from security services mm-hmm. and uh they've got drinks yes they do they got drink specials i wish those food. went with me wherever we went that right. would be nice <laughs> they the have margarita. food they have pool they have uh, darts. darts they have plenty of tvs to watch all of the sporting parking events is free uh but yeah parking is free <laughs> and uh you can go and enjoy you know it's march madness right now oh yes final four time yep uh university of houston Making the final the four, Cougars. right? Um, and you can go watch those games right there at JD's Bar and Grill. Their signs actually say JD Sports Bar as you drive by, um, right there at Four Ten and Rigsby. Go check them out. Tell them that you're a Gunslingers fan. Tell them that Smoking Guns. Tell them that we you. sent you. That's right. And uh, let them know that their money is well spent because they have helped us out, and we want to help them out and make sure that they. Um, get all the love that they deserve Absolutely. for sponsoring our podcast. Speaking of sponsors that we love, mm-hmm. and we want to give lots of love to, Teardrop Pepper Company. Yes. Chris out there at Teardrop Pepper Company was just out at the... The game. Uh, the game yeah. last night. He set up his little booth. With his Hawaiian shirt. Sold his product. Gave away samples. Showed off his product, yeah. Yeah. Everybody got Yummy. a chance to sample and taste it. And they it. loved it. They really that- did. That that habanero sauce went with that sausage wrap oh, so man, good. It was good. It was like it just went so well like together. It was like jelly. peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> What's great about that golden habanero sauce uh, and the supreme serrano? Yes, is uh, you know it it's just it goes on everything. Yes, mm-hmm. it works well on everything. A sausage wrap, yeah, put it on there. My nachos, sure, why not? Peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'll try it. Sure, okay. Jeremy got a couple bottles, and I saw him post that he's already used like half of both yeah. bottles on really? his, just his lunch today. Yep, on his lunch wow. today. He said, I got to get more. If you want to get it, you can't just walk into the store and buy it. No. It's just not in HEB yet. Um, they are making it, hand-making it up That's in right. Austin. Uh, Chris and his wife. Sarah, Sarah mm-hmm. uh, are making it up there in Austin. They'll bring it down to Gunslingers games from time to time, but your easiest way to get it fast order it now. is to go online to teardroppepperco.com and order. Use the offer code ARENA, A-R-E-N-A. That's right. And save 10% on your order. You can also get in touch with them on all the social medias at Teardrop Pepperco. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philippine Motham, R.C. Woods. Leo Yamas, hanging out with you and talking football. Actually, we just talked about the experience of a football game earlier. Right. Uh, and we'll talk more about that because we've got some fans mm-hmm. that 
um, some fan reaction that we've seen yes. over the, the past few uh, hours because yeah. it was just a few <laughs> hours ago that we were all at the Rose Palace watching the game. But there was a football game, and it bears uh, some of our time as a football podcast to talk about the football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so San Antonio ends up taking the win. Woo! Right. Uh, 34-24 win. Just narrowly avoiding a pretty sizable it was, it was comeback. It a good game. Very yeah. exciting, yeah. though. Very exciting. Tale of two halves. Tale of lots of flags. Absolutely. <laughs> like, well, man. You, you could say it was a flag ball game. I was going to say, it was, I kept yelling, it's not flag football, flag it's flag. arena football. <laughs> um, so... The things that stand out immediately to you guys, obviously, the the officiating, the flags. And I, I want to be careful. I know that there's been lots of talk already in the last few hours about the officiating being terrible. It wasn't good. Right. Right. But it wasn't um, unfair. Like, it was poor, but it was poor to both teams. It was poor both ways. And then also a different perspective to look at it. It all kind of started after things got ugly and maybe this crew just didn't have a whole lot of experience dealing with some of the ugly stuff that was happening out there. Mm-hmm. And so they, they it threw them off their game, you know. Well, I could tell you um, Cheeto's dad was very vocal about this. It seemed like the time that the referees would gather to discuss what what they were going to do next <laughs> took yeah. forever. You they know what I mean? certainly took a and long time. And I was time. like, thank God we don't have a time score because we, we'd be here forever. I mean, like this game should have been done sooner. But they took so long to come up with a decision. And I think that was really uh, you could, very apparent that maybe they didn't know what they were doing. Maybe they did, but it just came across like they didn't. And like I said, Cheeto's dad was very upset about that. So I know that there was some discussion on your post. You posted on the San Antonio, uh, I'm sorry, not San Antonio Gunslingers, on the Smoking Guns yes. uh, about the best player on the. Yeah, the best uh, defensive know, player, yeah. Just having some fun. Of course. Yeah. With the referee being on cheek, there. Con- t- you know. And one of the Austin Wild players that had an interception that right. ended up getting called down where he intercepted the ball. Mm-hmm said, yeah, it was ridiculous, or, or not saying yeah, actually saying you're wrong, Smoking right. Guns Podcast, it was called badly for us because I wasn't down. Right. Freely admit mm-hmm. he was not down. Yeah. Right. Like, He's, I didn't see it that way. Leo didn't see it that way. We were in the booth right up above that play. Um, it, went, it definitely went both ways. I'm not saying. But, but on the other side yeah. of that, like, and and he would have scored a touchdown. Like, yeah. he would have he would have gone into the end zone. There right. was nobody that would have stopped him. On the other side of that, though, Joey Fisher had a touchdown called back for That's a phantom true. holding penalty right. that I didn't see either. Yeah. We so, again, on both sides, like, that player, and I can't remember his name right now, it was Masoko? Oh, okay. Uh, Number four, right? Yeah, Mbua Masoko or yeah. something like that. Yeah, um, And I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, and I hope I'm not, but that that's my best guess was Masoko as I looked at uh, my roster. And he's right. Like, he's not wrong. He, he was not down in my estimation. I know uh, somebody else came along, Kali Rashad. Somebody said, well, actually, as you were flying through the air to make that interception, I touched you, which yeah. would mean that you were down <laughs> by contact. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, suffice it to say that they felt like they got hosed on a call. True. That led that would have led to a touchdown. But the gunslingers also feel like they got hosed by a call that would have led to a touchdown. It was on, a- on two separate touchdowns because then there was the other one where I think it was Khalil Rashad who was 
breaking the plane to, to score, and then all of a sudden it ended up in a turnover. And I don't think they agreed with that call right. either. Um, so I, I think it was a poorly officiated game. Right, it was. Uh, but it was poorly officiated fairly. <laughs> yeah, both ways. <laughs> Unfortunately. Sounds like an oxymoron. Um, and, and it was an officiating crew. Now, this could go against everybody but us, the broadcast crew, really. Um, we're the only ones that did things right here. Of course. Uh, of yeah. course, Philip. But a poorly officiated game in that things got chippy early. Very. And the referees, uh, the officials didn't take control of things. That's true. And for that matter, I don't feel like coaches took care of things very well. Nope. And I don't feel like uh, players took care of things very well. And and I know that they also have looked back and seen some of that because we've actually seen apologies from players today on Mm -hmm. the Gunslingers saying, we didn't do our best on that and we're going to do better. Which, yeah, on one side, I love the fact that you're passionate about football mm-hmm. and you're amped up, and I get that, and I understand all of that. For you to be able to say after the fact, within 24 hours of, hey, I wish I'd have conducted myself a little better, and we, I wish we had conducted ourselves a little better, and we want you to be proud of us as the San Antonio Gunslingers, I also respect that. Like I, I get where you were at in the moment, and I get where you're at now when you look back at it, and I can respect all of that. Um, and I'm sure Austin feels the same way. I'm not as connected on my social media to Austin. Um, so I'm sure there are players over there going, man, we could we could have handled ourselves a lot better. Like, we didn't have to try to go into the crowd and fight a guy. Yeah, it definitely, right. um, <laughs> it definitely escalated. Yeah. You know what I'm it saying? Did. It definitely yeah. escalated. But ultimately, the, the, the people that have control of that is the officials. In and the they game. were not taking control. And for as much as they like to penalize and throw flags, they did not do so in such a way that uh, forced teams to get all of that under control. Right. Um, I, I felt like they were just as petty with their flags as some of the, you know, players and coaches got with them. But not only flags, they were throwing hats. I mean, I saw everything going yeah, on there. Well, yeah, when you have already thrown your flag, <laughs> you got nothing less to throw. I was like, what's coming hat. next? My God. You know? um, well, oh, talking about that and kind of overcompensating, we we heard the 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 story about the one referee that stopped play. Yeah, so oh we've got... Oh, my God, yeah. So here, here's our disclaimer. We've got this story about referees, about officials having conversations with coaches on the gunslinger side. We did not hear this firsthand. Right. We don't know that it happened. However, I will tell you two coaches from the gunslinger side have sworn that this is exactly the conversation that happened. And, and we did see story. the stoppage in play. And we, we were, saw the stoppage we in play. We were wondering and we what said, was going on. Yeah. We don't know what that is. It, at one point, we thought it was something to do with the lights on the DJ booth right. flashing across the field and that bothering the officials because it could be a distraction during play. That, that was originally what I thought it was. Apparently, the referees told coaches on the gunslinger side that the DJ needed to stop with the music and that if any fans started chanting defense, he was going to penalize the gunslinger. That's ridiculous. Right. Like, like how do you tell a home school? team's home crowd to not chant or cheer? <laughs> That's I could see if we were doing vulgarity, the, but defense? Now the, I mean, come now on. Now, the music, I can I can see that. There's a time to play music during play, and there's a time when you're not supposed to. For sure. And I don't know. Anytime you've ever been to an NBA game. Right. You've heard the DJ cut things off when uh, play started and they didn't expect it. Like you, yeah. you, there, there are very specific rules around sports with music. So I'm okay with actually that request. Like the DJ doesn't need to be playing right now. 
it can be a distraction to whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm okay with that. Sure. Yeah. On some level, on another level, I'm like, get over it. You know, Mm -hmm. this isn't the NBA. This isn't the NFL. This isn't, you know, and I um, thought the music was actually at a better level than it was the first. Well, game. we'll talk about that um, because there were some changes there. Yeah, definitely and changes. I, I want to talk a little bit about that. However, for a referee to tell, and again, we're getting this. We don't. We didn't hear this specifically ourselves, but this is the story that we've gotten from the coaches to tell them that if the fans chant for their defense or if the chance, fans cheer too loud, that they will penalize the home team. In the fourth quarter of a football game that is tightly contested. Insane. Absolutely ridiculous. Insane. If that is the case. Not okay. That is absolutely asinine. And I hope, and I know that they listen to the show, I hope that the ownership of the San Antonio Gunslingers will attempt to verify that and will send that up the chain because the league needs to hear about that kind of true right that now, kind how of can we play. not get them to come back or is that how do I we mean, how do we pick the referees you maybe want, i'm just not 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 knowledgeable enough about that i don't know i, I crews are, are, are assigned to to different games different types depends on scheduling I'm pretty sure that if that's the case, that ownership is going to request to not have that crew again. They probably exactly. already have put in that request. I hope so. But, I mean, part of having a loud, chanting home crowd, I mean, you want that. As a league, you want that. You want there sure. to be you engaging. Want, you want them to be loud. You want fans mm-hmm. to be involved in the game. And we yeah, were. We exactly. were screaming our heads off. Yeah, so I don't understand that. Um because it makes it. no sense. It, it yeah. just doesn't make any sense on any level. And if that's uh, my understanding is this crew was the same crew that was with us in Mississippi with a different referee. So white hat with a different white hat, hmm, but okay. the same crew. Well, they handled the Mississippi game a lot better. Yeah, the Mississippi game was uh, you. No game is ever perfectly officiated. The Mississippi game was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, this game was not. Mm. Lots of stoppages in play while they gathered together and powwowed, and and that always bothers me. Like, know your craft well enough. Know, exactly. know your and 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 a lot of that goes down to the guy with the white hat because he's in charge. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you got to say, "Hey, we just got to make a call." What did you see? Okay, I'm going to interpret it that way, and we're going to make that call. Too instead much lollygagging. Of having, right. yeah. Too much lollygagging. It, it, they were just not on the same page. I it, mean, no. the, the the one kick, or the, it was an extra point that looked like it went through the goalpost from our perspective, where we were standing, we were very close to where the goalposts are. <laughs> and you right. see one one official raising his both his arms up in the, the typical motion of it's good, and then another refer, another you know official disagreeing, and then they have to meet on that. I mean, that's one of the simplest things to... The, the you're supposed to through. position wow. yourself <laughs> to be able to see that and call that. And the guy who was calling it good was the one in position standing underneath right. the goalpost. Yeah, and he was the it. one that was overruled. And the white hat that <laughs> overruled him, the referee that overruled him, told Coach Q that it was wide left. And we were on the left side. Right. Of the, so, I, I mean, the ball would have had to pass between Leo and I and the goalpost. And the goalpost <laughs> was only about... 15 yards away from us, that, that goalpost. Right. So I'm not saying that he's wrong because I don't have a real great angle with that, but I'm saying if it had been wide to that side, I think I would have noticed it. So you're saying he needs glasses. 
I'm saying I think they made the wrong call there. Exactly. Wouldn't exactly. be the first time you could make some kind of cartoon or meme with the referee yes. needing, a vi- you know, being visually For impaired. Sure. But again, poorly <laughs> officiated game, but poorly officiated on both sides. I yeah. Like. Yes. I, I don't feel like sure. anybody got um, an advantage from right. the poor officiating. I was just joking about that. The game too. on the field um, was really a tale of two halves. The first half was dominated by the San Antonio Gunslingers defense. Mm-hmm. As dominating a performance as, as you'll ever see other than the one uh, score they gave up at the very mm-hmm. end of the half. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cody Brooks and Jonathan Taylor and then the defensive backfield that, that uh, uh, got a, a little easier job in the first half yep. because – their quarterback, Carl Robinson, was running for his life mm-hmm. through yeah. most of the first half. But when he did get a chance to look around, there wasn't anybody open. Like, he, he didn't have anybody to dump the ball off They to. were covered. Yeah, Jaleel Ali back there and mm-hmm. J.C. Collier and Darius yep. Banks, they were doing an excellent go- job in coverage. Uh, one of the things that we noted in the broadcast is that there is a big difference between the halves. I've always said that my... My understanding of really good coaching is when you can make uh, adjustments at halftime and, and and be better, come right. out better. Um, Benny King, and we talked a little bit about his record at the beginning of the broadcast. Yeah, there's yesterday. a reason he has a record like that. Yeah. Uh, it's something like 57 and 13 or something like now 57 and 14 or whatever it is. Um He's won more games than he's lost considerably more. There's a reason right. he's a good coach. Um, because he saw that his quarterback did not have time to put together their game plan, to put together the plays they had in their game plan. So he pulled him back into a shotgun position, yep. farther back from the line. Max protection. And put in an extra full back, yep. mm-hmm. uh, which was really just an extra lineman to provide protection. And the game changed on that decision. That it did. Yes. Uh, he had more time. He didn't have oodles of time but he had more time to make uh plays to make his plays and they they got back they climbed back in a game they were down 20 at halftime and they got all the way within two until the san antonio gunslingers were able to punch the ball across the goal and then the play of the game really absolutely was uh an extra point which you you don't hear very often but it was an extra point that was botched, like yes, the play of the game. Awesome. We were excited because we had been following this team for so long and have seen Manny Nunez and what he is capable of in practice and, and throughout mm-hmm. training camp. So we were excited to finally get a chance to see him in, in action, action yeah. in this game because he had missed the first two games uh, for, you know, because he got married. And was Honeymoon. Honeymoon stuff. But... It's just ironic that the the iconic play from his first game, the play to remember, the play of the game to remember, is not a play that he made with his foot, but a play <laughs> he made with his arm. Yep. <laughs> and his wife was sitting right behind us. Oh my God! They the roar behind us was going to go deaf. I mean, they were screaming their their hearts out, you know. And they're like, "Manny," you know. So it was a lot of fun to be exactly at that spot when that play happened. And- uh- and the, the, the icing on the cake for that play was was the flex right in yeah. the face of the defender after the catch. Oh, so if you have no idea what we're talking about, I don't know why you're listening to the show without having watched the game. But um, Manny is the kicker. He's a kicker that does not look like a kicker. He Big looks guy. like a defensive end. Big guy. Um, but 
the ball comes back on a snap for the extra point on the Gunslinger's final touchdown and is fumbled bobbled. on the hold, bobbled yeah. on the hold, goes through the hands and winds up at the feet of the <laughs> kicker, Manny Nunez, <laughs> who reaches down calmly, Yes, really, reaches down, picks the ball up, looks downfield, and Joey Fisher recognizes that the play is broken yes, and rushes out into the end zone and Manny just lays the ball over everybody else yes, right into Joey Fisher. Just a pitch and catch, really simple. Right. But what's funny about that situation is everybody in that situation panics. Yes. Because this is not what we planned. Right. This is not what we do. And it takes everybody on the field taking care of their job for an extra three or four seconds to make this play happen. And that never happens. Like but it it's always a panic moment yes. for everybody on the field. And you have, you have linemen who go beyond the line of scrimmage and now they're ineligible receiver downfield. So that, that those get called back for a receiver to recognize that there's a broken play for the kicker to be able to just have the ball wind up at his feet, <laughs> pick that ball up calmly and just accurately lay it over the crowd. It didn't over take the defense. Yeah. It didn't take a perfect touch pass or anything like right. that. He wasn't covered because that's not what the play was supposed to be. Um, for all of that to work out well, it just, it, it was an incredible play and it gave the gunslingers padding. It turned an eight point lead into a 10 point lead, making it a two possession game. Right. And, and to, to give a lot of credit where it's due to, uh, you got to give credit for Manny for the wherewithal, the, the, um, the awareness to pick up that ball and make the pass. Yep. But if you look at the play, I've rewatched the play a couple of times now, you see Joey Fisher, who's blocking, you know, mm -hmm. he's, he's blocking to keep them from coming in and, and, uh, you know, the defense from blocking the kick. So he's, he's on his blocking assignment turns Realizes that the the play is botched. Sees Manny Nunez reaching down to, or actually he sees him as he's already lifted the ball up off the turf and coming up with it. And Joey Fisher immediately motions with his arm to Manny, "I'm going this way." Yeah, right. And spins away from the guy he's engaged in the block and and makes makes his route towards to, now as a route that he's running to right. the end zone. Manny very alertly sees Joey. There's that communication between the two of them. Just an excellent job by both of those guys to make that play happen. It was amazing. And the palace roared. I mean, oh, it yeah. was it was on fire. Let me tell you. Yeah, that and um, Michael Williams kickoff return for a touchdown were probably the two loudest moments in the. Oh palace. yeah, yes. that was a good one. Uh, there in the first half. An incredible and I, I, return. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I was standing up already like, go, go. And people were still sitting down. I'm like, no, go, go. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, he is going. You know? I really wish you could. I, I really wish people could have seen that from our perspective. Our perspective up in that booth, and I use that word loosely. <laughs> A little balcony. Uh, that little balcony that we were on. Uh, our view from there is usually not the best place to see all of the action. Uh -huh. You can hear it on the broadcast that we get confused on yard lines from time to time. It's just not a really good angle. It's where we're at and it's fine. Um, but it's not the perfect angle to do a game from. However, in that moment when uh, Michael Williams took that ball and, and really from the moment he received it, I was looking down the barrel like, when you talk about looking down the barrel of a gun, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was looking down the barrel of the scene that he could take. Yeah. I mean, it was lined I up right on me. It, I it was it. like seeing the Red Sea part exactly. <laughs> right down and the And so as soon as he took the ball and that seam opened, 
I said, he's got a chance to take this all the way. He's gone. Yeah. I knew it. Um, and he did. And, and that was a really loud moment, too. Um, so for those who don't see you, that you're in that little balcony, it reminded me of Romeo and Juliet. Like, I wanted to go over there and say, Romeo, where, Romeo, where out there, Romeo? Well, you guys looked really cute. What's well, funny, and I know the players and... <laughs> I know the players and coaches listen. Um, we are right above the Gunslingers bench area. Mm-hmm. And so we hear a lot. Like there, there is a benefit to being where we are because they don't think about us being right over their right. heads um, because they're concentrating on the game. And so we hear a lot um, and see a lot. Now I've got headphones on and I'm doing something else. So Very I'm not, busy. I'm not eavesdropping a whole lot, but right. there are moments like, uh, Cody Brooks calling the defense over near the end of the first half and saying, we can't worry about what they're doing. And I don't know who he was talking about. I don't know if he was talking about Austin and the way that they were getting chippy or, or if referees. he was talking about the referees. But he said, we can't worry about what they do. We have to play our game. Right. And So a really good captain moment from Cody Brooks that I hear um, because of where we're placed. So uh, everything's a trade-off. There's great things about where we're sitting, and there's rough things about where we're sitting. But that particular play, like we were able to watch it line up. He ran practically directly at us for the first uh, 35 or 40 yards of that before he made a cut. Um, it was just kind of right down the barrel at yep. us. Yep. Um, and it was pretty incredible. Lots of fun. Austin Wild will come back in in two weeks on April 12th. Mm-hmm. And what I think is very interesting about that game is neither team walked away from this game saying, uh, feeling like they played a good game. No. Like yeah. Austin mm-hmm. Austin lost, and they were they felt like they were just, you know, had we done one or two things differently, they could have won. we would have won this game. On the flip side of that, San Antonio walks away from this game and goes, we had this thing in control and lost control yes. of this game. And the mm-hmm. offense never really got into a rhythm. They were, no. they were not effective. No, the defense carried him this game, and the the offense has some weapons, and I, I don't think any of those guys came off the field thinking that they put their best performance out there. Yeah, so both teams are going to come into this game on the twelfth yeah. with something to prove because Definitely. both of them feel like, wow, we we Two or three we could have done better. It would have been a we, different we, game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so that is the football on the field. We're going to take another break real quick, and when we come back, we're going to talk about. Some of the things coming up. All right. Because uh, we got a couple of things coming up, not the least of which that game against Austin that is coming up in less than two weeks. Mm. It's almost here And some here fun activities, already. too. So stick with us. Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be right back after this. Smoking Guns Podcast is excited to offer you a way to be a part of our team. We have a huge team. It's not just the three of us. Oh, no, God, no. no. Uh, We have Jonas that does a lot of work with us. You don't get to see or hear from him very Mm -hmm. often. We need to get him on the show. We do. Um, And just have him come in so that people know him. He is... He's a great guy. He to, needs to be known to as Jonas, not Mr. Cameraman. Right, for sure. He's so much more. Uh, we have your wife and yes, Jerry, yes. your husband, and Diana and Shout the girls. Shout out to all our spouses. Um, that are part family. of our team because mm-hmm. they allow us to do this and spend two nights a week Ouch. Um, doing gunslingers work. But you can be a part of our team without being married to us. Or oh. without running the camera <laughs> and the stream right. uh, for the broadcasting. Like, you can be a part of the team without doing all the hard, heavy lifting. True. You can sign up uh, to be part of our team on Patreon. Yeah. We, we have, need you. We want you. You go to www.patreon.com slash smokinggunspod. Use that smoking, no G, guns mm-hmm. with a Z. That's right. Pod. P-O-D. 
and uh, sign up for the five, ten, or twenty dollar level to support the show. We've had three Patreons in the past week. Is that amazing? Jump on board. Yes. Um, and we're going to recognize them later, but we do want to go ahead and say thank you to Humphrey. Thank you to Adriana and Warren. Thank you. Uh, thank you. They thank jumped you. on this week and became part of the team. You can do that. Um, we're not. We're not getting rich off of this. We're just no, making things we're not. go. Um, and we need that little bit of support just helps everything go for us. True. Uh, so go to Patreon if you're able, patreon.com, sign up to be part of the Smoking Guns team. We'd really appreciate it. Smoking Guns podcast, Philip Bigamotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, sitting around talking about football because we had a football game last night. Woo-hoo. Yes, we did. And a big W. We did. And two, you know. Two and one, baby. Right. Uh, yeah, two and one. Austin Wild coming in here in a couple of weeks. The twelfth, right? April twelfth. Yeah, April twelfth. Uh, not this coming Monday, which is the fifth. Right. But on the twelfth. But if you're if you're jonesing, if you're like, but I want to hang out. That's right. With my gunslingers family, the and posse, friends, the posse. Uh, we've got good news for you. <gasps> Excellent news. Yeah. Uh, we are going to take this week off, and it's not going to be a week off for us. No. Nope. Uh, we were going to record a show anyway, but we decided, hey, let's get everybody together at a great place to get everybody together. That's right. And spend some time with our Gunslingers family. Family? Is that how you say yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Fans. It's your word. It's I know. Word. Yeah, I know. Family. Uh, and we're going to go to JD's Bar and Grill next week on Monday the 5th. Woo! We're going to record the podcast there. Live, right? Live. Woo! Uh, but we're not going to broadcast. Like, we're not going to do it on Facebook live. You have to be there live. You're going to have to be there to be a part of it. And we've got some players that have already said, you know, scheduled to appear. That's how you're Ooh. supposed to say this. Well, we got some players how that exciting. say they, they're going to try to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Joey Fisher. Yes. Uh, say that he's going to try to make it out. And I've seen nice. Callaway Lee. Yep. Nice. Uh, fullback. Uh, say he's going to try to make it out, and we just put it out today, so I'm sure there are other players. Um, can we ask the cheerleaders to go? Uh, we can ask anyway. Like anybody can go. It's Yay. a bar, so I we're love not going to tell anybody. You have to be 21, go. though. You have to be 21. Do you? Yeah, I guess you would have to be 21. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like I used to go to bars before I was 21. Really? They just put that giant X on you. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, Nobody I, else knows about that. Yeah, I know okay. about that. No, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, but. Um, Anyway, I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, if we can ask anyone to go, I'd like to ask for Jennifer Aniston and Sofia Vegata to please go. Okay. Well, well there you go. Just asking random people to go? That's well, not random people. Said, <laughs> well, I'm he just said saying. we could ask anybody. I'm not All sure right. how Dolores uh, will feel okay. well, about I'm your asking, guest list. I'm asking, be okay the with I'm asking the cheerleaders to come on and party with us. Uh, so we're going to be out there. Players, we're inviting some of the coaches. Uh, ownership, I think, is already uh, planning on being out there. We're trying to talk them into bringing out the merchandise. Woo! So yes. if you're trying to get a hold of your gunslinger's a lot hat, of people want some merchandise, or your gunslinger's shirt, or your gunslinger's tumbler. Tumbler. Yeah. I think it's called merch now. They don't say merchandise. It's like a head I said thing. Mer- didn't I say merch? No, you said I merchandise. Thought I said merch. All right. Either way, I, merch. What merch? Uh, they're gonna. Yeah, we're we're trying to talk them into. They haven't promised they're bringing that out, but I I feel relatively sure that if there are people there that want to buy stuff. They're going to have so. stuff I want a them. jersey. No, you, no, we don't want your money. What yeah. do you want, Leo? What merch would you want? 
I, I could use another T-shirt. I could actually I probably get the other hat too because I only have one of them. I, I yeah, so both of them. I do need to get another hat. I have one that is an exclusive hat. Yes. No, nothing oh, happened to it. Okay, that's mine. Um, but I do want to, you know, probably get a hat. Um, and then the blue shirt. They have a blue gunslinger shirt yeah. that I really like. The tumblers um, are nice too. I, I just want, want I, everything. The sweatshirt. Do you think they'll have the sweatshirts? Because I like the sweatshirts. I don't think so. It's April. <laughs> people are cold. You I'm always cold. You don't traditionally sell a lot of t- uh, sweatshirts in April. But they have them. I, they were wearing them last night. It, it does get cool cold. It does get cold game. in there. Come on, Philip. Give me one. It's April. <laughs> just, Doesn't matter. I'm just saying. It's April in Chicago was in cold. South Tec- we're not in Chicago. I know, but still felt cold yesterday. Like, this is San Antonio, cold. Texas. Summer is here. Well, I want a jersey. Late March I want a to uh, early November is, is summer. Uh, yeah. So you know what I want? What, what do you want? want? I want a helmet. Ooh. You do still want your helmet? I want a helmet? They have not gotten you the helmet yet, huh? Not yet, but they've. We're working on that. All right. Okay. So, uh, so helmet. April fifth, Jersey, at JD's Bar and Grill. Yeah, baby. <laughs> There's a Facebook event out there. You can go find all the information there. Um, we will be recording out there. We will record our show, which means if you've just always wanted to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And that goes for players, cheerleaders, cheerleaders, uh, coaches, fans, owners, although I think all the owners have been on the show. Except Juan. That's true. Juan hasn't. Juan, yeah. And Alba. And Alba. Um, although she's a patron. She's yeah. always welcome on the show. Always. We need to get Coach Q on the show. Yeah, oh, we do. Oh, yeah. Coach Q, where are you at? Uh, so if you've always wanted to be, we're not going to promise to get everybody that shows up on the show. Coach like Louis. Well, Coach be Louis too. a four Coach hour Louis. show. Jennifer Aniston, Sophia, oh, if either again. one of them shows up, they're going to be on the All show. All right, Leo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but come on out, enjoy some time. It's an off week for everybody. Yeah. So we might as well gather together and, uh, have a couple of drinks, some good food. Mm-hmm. Uh, throw some money JD bar JD's bar and grill way because they they've helped us out. Yes. Now don't we owe people show. drinks? I want we, that on the, on the last show, we ta- said if someone did something, no, we I'd did. get him a drink. We or said something. that if whoever signed up for Patreon, yeah. Next, we were going to cover drinks for them, and we've had a couple of people respond, but they got to come out to get Warren. their drink. Yeah. Um. So, Alba. Uh, no, Alba's been a Patreon for a long Who time. Who else? Been a Patreon for a long time. But yeah. uh, uh, Warren, I wasn't ready with this list yet. I'm sorry. We're doing this later. <laughs> um, but our new ones are Warren, uh, Adriana. Adriana. And. Silence. I've never Humphrey? seen him. I want to say Humphrey. Humphrey? Yeah. That Humphrey Hernandez. Right. That's it. Humphrey that's Hernandez. It. Humphrey Hernandez. You got it. Those are our new uh, patrons over the last week, but they, but they got to come out. They to come out their drink, a drink from each one of us. Three right. three patrons, three. I want to say Humphrey doesn't live in Texas, so yeah, I don't drive. think so. I think he's in Hawaii. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I think he's that's right. He's part of the Bustamante Bustamante group, and he's out in Hawaii. I think so. I don't think he's gonna fly all he the way in from Hawaii for a free drink. Um, however, I'd trade places with him. Right. Me too. In a heartbeat. <laughs> for sure. Uh, April 5th, we will be promoting that event like crazy on Facebook. And uh, 
We want to see everybody out there. Like, we want to pack the place. Right. And we're going to play pool. At least I remember, didn't I challenge someone to play pool or something? I have no idea. You, you put the challenge out there for whoever wants to play you, you'll play them. Okay, right? that's I cool. I hear you say L- that. Darts, not so much, but pool, I can try. I mean, we're going to be recording a show, so. I, I can have a break? No. Af- how about no after breaks. The, So, we're going we're gonna to have the show the whole time? Yes. Mm. So I can't go to the restaurant? Then we won't be Is able it? to drink, though. Yeah, that's, that's so fun. <laughs> I need my drink on. I mean, we sit up in a, a booth for well, three and a half hours and talk about gunslingers football. You can't do that? No. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. I wouldn't mind doing some interviews, some sideline interviews, but I am definitely happy in the, in the fans, with the fans. So that's coming up on Monday the 5th, uh, this next Monday, the next one on your calendar. Right after Easter. You're going to want to come out 630, JD's Bar and Grill, uh, 410 at the Rigsby exit. Come mm. join us, and we'll have a great time. Recording a podcast together. And parking is free. Yeah. <laughs> parking is free. Hey, we could have a contest. We oh. could take like one of the lines outside the of the parking shots. lot and uh, have Callaway out there. And if you and two other people, three people can stop him from crossing the line, then you win a prize. No one will stop him. Yeah, I don't that know sounds like a good hurts. way to get somebody injured, actually. And I'm not talking oh, about Callaway. No. Um, <laughs> you have to sign a disclaimer. For yeah, sure. Sign a waiver. Yeah. Sign a waiver. Uh, we got an issue with people here in San Antonio thinking they want to take on football players already. Yeah. Uh, How about football players trying to take on fans? There was an issue. Last, but, but that was, uh, let's be fair. And I don't know who the fan was. And they may I be do a know. I oh, do, do know. Yes, I surely do. Her name is Ellen. Earl Wine, E-R-L-E-W-E-I-N, Ellen. So the so. player was climbing the rail to get into the, a fight with a female fan? For, yes, to tell her to, uh, can I say shut up? I don't usually like that word, yeah. but to tell her to shut up because she was cheering defense. Like hopped over the dasher. Okay. So this is her perspective. So I, uh, whatever. I wasn't um, there, but that's what they're saying. Interesting. Not not the way I would go if I were a, a the professional football player, which is what these right. guys are. I mean, they're not NFL players or anything, but you're a professional football player. So we talked about this a little on the broadcast. I think it bears repeating. Uh, fans pay their money and really should have the right to say or do a lot. Like, I don't agree with everything that some fans say or do, um, but you paid your money. You have your ticket. You should be able to boo Mm-hmm. When you're upset, you should be able to yeah. yell. Well, there's limits to Except it. the way. No way. You should never be disrespectful to someone. On the, but as a professional, you should also know how to kind of just let that slide off your shoulder. Yeah. It's going to happen. There's a, there's a lot of idiots out there. On the flip side of that, I, I was going to say, um, you should always be respectful. Yes. On some level. Um, and maybe even more so in this level because... Um, there's not a lot of room between you and the player that you <laughs> think you're going to badmouth and yell at, and there's no guarantee that he's not going to come over and just knock your block off. And I really, well, then I'll sue him. Okay, but you're still going to, you know, have to deal with the pain of getting uh, a, a large athlete upset with you. So, I mean, on some level... Maybe both sides need to take a step back and say, hey, I, you know, I need to be more professional as a professional football player and let that stuff roll off my back a little bit. But also fans need to recognize that, uh, you know, there's a line I can cross that um, 
will get me in some trouble. Right. Well, I will say that another rumor has it that this player, I'm not going to say who, or maybe you guys want me to say who, no, but um, he uh, actually was or had tried out with the Gunslingers, did not make the team or was cut from the team, went over to the Austin Wild, and this was the player that was very upset. And I don't think at any point you need to jump over a dasher and verbally attack a fan. I just don't see any you know reason for that. And so... I don't know. You're a player. You're supposed to be professional. You're you're supposed to show your skill on the field, not jumping over a dashboard. Yeah, that's just me. Well, sure, um, but you have to recognize that as a fan in the stands and that close to players, that they're only human, and if you get under their skin enough. Um, but from what she was saying, she was just saying defense. Again, that word defense. Yeah, obviously no, something was, like that definitely, you know, yeah. She wasn't like antagonizing or anything like that. She was just saying defense, and apparently that irritated the, re- so, the referrals also, you know, but that's what she said. Players and referees have problems with the, the word defense. So. Fans that's the big defense, D word, the big D word. At a football game. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't get a lot of clarification. That's uh, but Coach Q did hit social media today and say that there were some things said at Austin Wild Players that was wholly inappropriate oh, okay. and asked fans to be more respectful. And we may be talking about two separate events. This could be something else. Yeah, right. That. But I think, you know, just as the team wants to put out a good product and they want San Antonio to be proud of them, we also need to do the same as fans, you know, just to put that out there too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and the great majority of fans conduct themselves well. Yeah, we were killing it, let me tell you. It's always the, that handful of people that think that they bought their ticket and have the right to say and do anything mm-hmm. um, that always bring up these conversations. And, and I'm not saying that this person that you talked with is that kind of person. Um, I'm just saying that everybody has, everybody can do better. Okay. Well, I will say she was a Commander fan, so she's been following us for a while. So that's great. Yeah, that's we're great. excited Thank about you. it. Thank and, you, Ellen, for that. And I really—it sounds like we're it, talking about two two different I events. So. It doesn't I sound really like do. she's she's that case where she said anything that deserved no. that kind no. of no. response. No, no. Absolutely not. No, I don't think so. No, no. Um, but if you are one of those folks, stop it. You know, if you are one of those folks that said something that was wholly inappropriate, you know who you are, mm-hmm. and you know well, what I you said. Well, I did say I don't know if that would be for me because you know when the referees were talking and taking a long time i said what happens if i streak down the um the field would they notice uh, is uh, that inappropriate that <laughs> i'm joking but yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah this isn't okay. the super bowl oh <laughs> see but i think we needed you're that you're not gonna make they any money they were taking forever forever to make their decisions i was like they oh were my God. they were really they were they took some time um we did look up the rule book. Leo looked up the rule That's book, right. and they were applying um, the kickoff rules correctly. Oh, yeah, it okay. actually does go to the twenty yard line yeah. apparently. But when you kick the ball and it hits the ceiling surface, uh, out of play, that also should go to the twenty yard line, not where you thought the ball hit at right. the point that there was so, contact. Um, so, some good, some bad. Yeah, some, some, washing. It's a new league, new teams, new referees. I'm sure. They're, everybody's learning. Everything is new and everyone's learning. Yep. Uh, so when Austin comes back in in two weeks, you're going to see two motivated teams. Do you think that's true? Absolutely, I do. I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, Austin's going to be highly motivated to 
show that they can continue what they were doing in the second half and the gunslingers are going to be highly motivated to show that the first half wasn't a fluke. Yeah. It's going to be a very physical game. I think they're definitely going to probably rewind and rewind um, the show that you guys already produced because they're probably going to look at what they did well and what they didn't do well. Yeah. The broadcast. Uh, It's almost like, you know, we talk about halftime adjustments. It's almost like we're in a really long halftime now. (laughs) Yes. Because both teams can go back and really make adjustments because they know what the weaknesses are, what the other side is going to bring to the table. But then it becomes the, the, uh, the battle of wits from princess bride, you know, right. Do you think I'm going to do it? So I'm not going to do it now, (laughs) but you would know that I thought that you thought that we were going to do that. So we're not going to do that anymore, You know, but I obviously can't choose the wine in front of you. Um, you know, it's it's going to become that kind of moment in a way, because if you try to outguess with this much time, if you try to outguess your opponent, you really start getting in your own head a little bit. That's true. Right. Um, I think, I think the gunslingers are going to try and, and just do the same thing they were doing, um, only do it better, especially on offense. And, um, the wild are definitely going to have to make adjustments in protection to get, uh, their quarterback uh, more time they they know that much yeah so I, i'm really excited to see i think it's an interesting quirk of the schedule that both mm-hmm. of these teams yeah, for sure uh get an opportunity to play each other so quickly i think take a week off and, and then, then play each other again yep. in the same venue uh, i mean everything it's it's really almost like an extended halftime mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i think the gunslingers uh going to take the second one too oh yeah for sure but it's gonna be a good good game i guarantee i guarantee a win on the uh, breakfast taco battle by the way well yeah oh yeah for sure again this is not an argument this is not a battle (laughs) at all like san antonio wins that and i hope we don't get the same referees um i gotta imagine that both teams Mm -hmm. uh, would be willing to say normally we want a different crew i I know in um high school football specifically Mm -hmm. The officials are agreed upon by both teams. Okay. So they get a list of who the officials are, and if there's somebody that you've had on a crew before that did not treat you fairly, uh-huh. then you could say, hey, we don't want that official. We need a different official. Well, one thing I do feel that we need to bring that was there on the first game, turkey legs. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of those I walking know. around. Yeah, and everyone loved them. I don't know why they didn't have them. Maybe because it was during the weekday and not a weekend. But if you're listening over there at the Rose Palace, we want turkey <laughs> legs. We want turkey legs. And we met Don, who runs the San Antonio Rose Palace. Great He's guy. 86 years old, and he runs things out there. And when and you say run, you mean like slowly. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but just your typical old yes. uh, cowboy him. guy. Mm-hmm. Says exactly what's on his mind. Uh, great guy. I had asked him for the, something, yep, San and he's like, "Before you ask me, do you think I'll be able to do it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think you'd be able to do it." He's like, "Because if I don't, if you don't think I can do it, don't ask." I was like, "Okay." We were trying to figure out an internet issue, and we were like, uh, "How much do you?" He happened to walk by, and Jonas and I were standing there, and I said, "How much do you happen to know about the internet?" And he says, "I don't know anything about any of that." What's your question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But keep and I going. asked him his question. I asked him the question. He did actually have the information I needed. Oh, he did. So he knew okay. more than he thought he did. Good for him. He's a sweet man. Uh, so we have lots of different ways that you could reach out to the show. You can always reach out on social media, mm-hmm. 
on our Facebook is probably the most popular way for people to reach out to so. us. I would say so. Easiest. You can email the show. Nobody's ever done that. You can send us messages, even make comments on the Facebook page. Yeah, for sure. Lots of people do that. Nobody's ever emailed the show. And up until today, nobody's ever used SpeakPipe. Except. Except we got one today. And we're going to play it right now because that's what happens when you send us a SpeakPipe message. You get on the show. Yeah, baby. Uh, so here we go. Here's our first ever SpeakPipe phone uh, message. Where's my tambourine? I don't know. It's supposed to be around <laughs> here somewhere. This, this I, think, I think it just walked away. All right, here we go. What's going on, guys? My name is Herman. If you're familiar with me, how's it going? If you're not, I'm one of the official patrons of the amazing Smoking Guns podcast. Now, I'm officially the first uh, SpeakPipe user for this podcast. Now, Mo and Iris, a couple other patrons, I challenge you to be the next SpeakPipe message. So what's up, guys? Uh, like I said, first uh, for message. I feel like it's very, very fitting that it came after the first official Gunslingers win in the Rose Palace. Now, I know they won last week, but, you know, today was a little bit sweeter. Let's, let's all admit, it's a little bit sweeter when you win at home. When you're not, you know, on the road, it's cool. You're on the road, you know, take care of business, Mississippi. We did it. But, you know, coming back into San Antonio, coming back into the Rose Palace, it was an amazing win. It was a win both for the Gunslingers and for the podcast, you know. If you watched the game, I don't know if you watched it live, you might be watching a replay, you might have just watched some play-by-play, you know, maybe you're listening to it here on the podcast, kind of catching up on what happened. Philip and uh, and Leo, you guys did amazing, congratulations. RC, I'm sure you were there, I'm sure you were crazy, I wasn't there in person, like I said, but, but yeah, congratulations guys, it was an amazing win for the Gunslingers, uh, back and forth, uh, all game, whole lot of laundry, like Philip would say, whole lot of laundry everywhere. But it was a uh, it was a great win. Stream was a lot better. We'll see you guys. And there it goes. That's that's that ninety second cutoff there. Uh, getting Thank ready you, to Herman. sign off there. Woo! But Herman, right, Herman, he was close when he said I was getting crazy. The first uh, the first <laughs> speak pipe and lots to say there. He's right. A home win feels different. Feels mm-hmm. better. Right. It has a lot to do with the fact that we did not have to climb on a bus for 13 hours. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> that certainly changes that home win a little bit. Home advantage. Yeah. Um, it, it does. A, a home win feels different. We've gotten to see both, and, and it just feels better to be in front of your fans and win your game. Uh, I, I enjoyed most of yesterday. Most of last night. Most of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I well, mean, what didn't you enjoy? I little things. Oh, okay. A bunch of little things. Uh, not a bunch even, but just little things. Okay. Um, yeah, I love that he uh, points out the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank he you, Herman. Listens. Says that we uh, did a good job. I, I don't. I don't know. I I do the job. I, you know, I'm adequate. I, um, I think you're above, both of you learning guys are doing an job. amazing yeah, job. We're, we're definitely learning as we go on that. Give yourself some more credit because you guys are doing an amazing uh, Jonas, job. Jonas, I feel like, is killing it. Right. Like, I feel you, like Jonas does a great job. I I realize that when I say that, people are like, yeah, but the stream dropped. But the fact that he didn't panic and got it back up within uh, the time that he could and the fact that he didn't panic and hit the record button so that yeah. we could go back and put it together like that. 
That's impressive. And people don't realize exactly how much he's doing all at the same time to make yeah, all of so that work. He's running flow. the stream. He's doing all the technical thing. He's also currently the camera operator. Wow. Yeah. Like he's doing all of that at the same time. We're sitting there, we're sitting there talking about football. He's doing all the work. Yeah. Um, so we, and I know some people are, you know, the camera operator needs to be, and he sees that and we see that and we'll try to make some adjustments. Um, but just know that it's, it's one guy doing a lot of work there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wearing Uh, many hats. It's not just a guy behind a camera, like pointing the camera for sure. Um, oops, I said for sure. Dang it. Um, (laughs) for sure. We're going to, we're going to try not to do that. Surely. Uh, so Herman, we appreciate the message. Uh, you're right. RC was all over the place as she always is, (laughs) uh, from the moment she pulled up, like she pulled up got out of her car and she doesn't even know we were watching her but she you gets, guys were we were oh. yeah uh, we saw you we were over at our spot or at leo's spot uh dolores's spot for the tailgate and we were uh, having our happy. sausage wrap and whatever mm-hmm. and um we see you pull in and then get out and immediately like you don't you immediately start gathering with fans and taking pictures That's and true. talking to fans like That's true there was no lap around the facility. There was no let me go set my stuff down. It was immediately let me go to the porta potty. No, none of that. Well, there because yeah, okay. there wasn't a yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you said you said Dolores was upset at that particular what? time. She, she wasn't very happy. Wow. Well, uh, someone dinged her car. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. I didn't know. About she was that. happy about the tailgating. She just wasn't happy that someone had just dinged her car. Yeah, so somebody pulled up next to Dolores and opened their doors and dinged her new car. Man. Yeah. Only had it about six months. Yeah, it's a very, very new car, and, and it's a sizable ding, and it was not there when we pulled in, no. And they knew they had done it because they, left they the moved, right? Well, Dolores moved. Oh. After that. She moved. Dolores moved, um, but... The size of the ding, <laughs> it seemed like you have to know you you hit you hit another vehicle with force. So whoever you are, and mm. if you're listening to the show and you dinged a gray Volkswagen, Volkswagen SUV, yeah. SUV, boo on you. Yeah, own not, up. I'm gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> own up <laughs> because you know we all make mistakes, but that's why we all have insurance, right? Or if somebody yeah. wants to volunteer to come and fix it. We have lots of fans. Oh, yeah. Maybe someone out there knows a painless dent removal. Yeah, you never know. Come on, you know. You can just get, uh, you're just supposed to pour hot water over. Don't you watch Facebook? They tell you how to fix this stuff all the time. You just pour. Hot water? Yeah, hot water over it. Huh. But it doesn't have to be cold or something when you do that. I have no idea. I don't know. I I would be willing to say that probably doesn't work at all. But yeah. (laughs) I saw it on Facebook, so it has to be. It has to be true. It's true. It was on Facebook. It's like a law now. Well, she wasn't happy about it, oh, but that's okay. That. That's Speaking okay. of things in the parking lot that uh, made some people unhappy, we need to address something um, because some fans noticed. We got some questions you noticed um, that there are there are tiers on the parking. Yeah. Now for the San Antonio Rose Palace, it was not that way the first time no, through. No, not at all. It was ten dollars to yes. park, and then twenty if you had like a trailer, or right? An axle, if you were taking up common, extra, yeah, yeah, yeah. we spaces. covered this extensively yeah. in other shows. Yeah, uh, as you pulled up last night, or we don't want you to get caught off guard when you come on the twelve. Um, there are tiers of parking now, and and that's the important thing to remember because some folks were like they went up on parking. Well, no, they didn't actually go up on parking. 
Parking is still $10 for general parking. If you want to be in preferred parking, which is that front area right in front so that you can get out of your car and walk right up to the palace, um, it is where all the tailgating uh, has taken place up to this point, but that's not to say you couldn't tailgate over in the general parking area. But if you want to park in that area in the preferred parking, it's 20 bucks. Yeah. Because it's closer, because it's better parking, because it's nicer. Um, so the important thing to remember is parking did not go up. It's not $20 to park. But it was $10 when the first game. It still is. It's 20 No. You can still park for ten dollars. You can park You're for just ten parking on the oh, side lot now. Away. You're yeah. just parking on but the side lot the same, now. Well, I'll, I will say this, which I, I thought was kind of funny. So I don't know if because you were there earlier. There was um, two entrances to go into the gate, right? One had a sign that said "cash only," and the other one said "credit card," right? But even though you go into each side, they merged into one lane, and there was one person taking the money. <laughs> so why have the two lanes? Maybe funny. someone was taking a break at that time. Yeah, I don't know. Who but knows? Anyway, so. But the important thing to remember is parking has not gone up. And Ray, the photographer, didn't have to pay because he had, guess what? A media pass. Where's our media pass? Where's my media pass? You're on the list. Well, yeah. I had to pay 20 bucks. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I have a media pass. <laughs> I don't have one. Um, anyway, that was my uh, rant for the day. There you go. But the important thing to remember is that parking did not go up. Like that was the first thing people said to me is parking's more expensive. And so I actually reached out to the team and I was like, Hey, what's up with parking? Why is parking more expensive? And they're like, well, we have tiered parking now. And so there's preferred parking, which is $20, Mm -hmm. but you can still park for $10. Like parking is not more expensive. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, there is a different tier of parking now. And what about for handicap? Is it... Is it $10 no matter where you park? So part of the decision for tiered parking uh-huh. is my understanding. Part of that decision was folks were not respectful in the first game of the handicapped parking spaces, mm-hmm. which are in the preferred parking area. Mm-hmm. And they had some trouble with some vehicles that parked there that shouldn't have, mm-hmm. um, which factored into the decision to do some tiered parking. Okay. Um, so my understanding is if you're a handicap parking, I, I, can, I imagine they will charge you a general parking rate the ten dollars but just but that you will be able to park in i hope so. a handicapped space yeah i can't imagine they would not do that that way mm-hmm. um but that factored into the decision because there were some folks and there's always some folks always um that want to take supreme advantage of a situation and they don't see anybody parked in the handicapped space so they're gonna park but there. the parking mm-hmm. lot is so large i mean come on people I you mean, can and, and walk a few steps come on people you can do it <laughs> like if i can walk a few steps this you is San Antonio, man. Man, we're fat. <laughs> <laughs> we're the third fattest city in the nation, which is just ridiculous. We can be number yeah. one. Let's get to number one. I, hey, I'm doing <laughs> my part to get us to number <laughs> one. That's for okay. sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's the important thing to remember. Parking did not go up. Parking is still $10. Okay. Um, you can just park in a better, in a in a closer spot for 20 Mm-hmm. If you have a desire to do that, that's that's you. Mm-hmm. But they're not forcing you to do that. You can park for $10 just like you could in the first game. Right? Yes. Well, now, do they have tailgating in the other parking lot? Uh, currently, I have not seen any of that. But that doesn't mean you can't. Okay. I wouldn't imagine. Like, you want to set up your your grill and tailgate over there? Go for it. I, I can't imagine that would be a problem. Well, Whiskey probably... River's not over there, though. 
Nope. Devil's River whiskey Devil's is, River, yeah. is uh, in the preferred area. That's right. Okay. And so was um, Teardrop. Yes, they were. Yes. Teardrop Speaking of our buddy them. Chris, Woo! Chris showed up out there. Um, kind of a perfect setup for him. Yes. Yeah. Because if you're a member of Coach's Corner, mm-hmm. if you're not, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, but if you you're a member cool of Coach's pass. Corner, they had nachos that mm-hmm. uh, they were giving out to and folks that were traps. part of their group and sausage wraps. Mm-hmm. And so I got a sausage wrap and, and then I walk right over and beer. Um, and I walk right over to Chris and I put some golden habanero oh, on it. Oh, delicious. And had my sausage wrap with golden habanero. Very, very It good. was good. Very good. I did the same. Um, just, you can't beat this stuff. And having it there, I know. Uh, Quite a few people bought some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, were buying, well and you bought some yes. and handed it out. I know. Right? So I, I thought of an idea. So I was like, let me buy some of the um, of the hot sauce. And then I'll go up and down the line. Because there was already a line forming to get in. Right. And I was like, I'll say, whoever knows the sponsor um, on our podcast that sells the hot sauce, if you can name it, I'll give you a free bottle. Boom, boom, boom. Within right. se- within seconds, we had four people answer, and I gave away the, the bottles. So it was good. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. really good stuff. You've heard us talk about it already because uh, right there in that first break, um, we gave you the information. But I'll give it again because we love Chris. Yes, and we do. We love his product. In fact, uh, he's been with us since the beginning. Since the beginning. Very yeah. beginning. And he's the first one. Like, when I send out invoices, mm-hmm. he's the first one that gets it to me. Oh, so In fact, sweet. I invoiced today, mm. and before I left work, after I'd sent out invoices this morning, yeah. uh, he had already gotten that turned around. That's awesome. Um, so so we he love should be Chris. coming again. He really enjoyed it. He came and he sat with us. He watched mm-hmm. the game. He was pumped. He loved yeah. it. So go to teardroppepperco.com, use the Africa Arena, save 10%, um, and buy plenty of it, because you're mm. going to need plenty of it. For it's the next great game. on everything. So, ha-ha, <laughs> to the wild, we got a Gunslingers fan in Austin. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yep, that's true, because uh, Chris is coming out of Austin. That's right. So, uh, we've got our event on the 5th. We've got another game coming up on the 12th. We have fans all over the place, Gunslingers fans all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh my buddy Jeremy brought his son out. So cute. That was awesome. Uh, his Facebook seven? post. I think he's seven years old. Levi. Adorable. Um, they were wearing their Dak Prescott jerseys, matching dad and son Aww. Dak Prescott jerseys. And then they got gunslinger hats that they were wearing right there on the Dasher board. Mm-hmm. So they were able to have a conversation with James Stolt and uh, some of the players. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Caleb Roller, I think, spent some time talking to Caleb, him. Caleb, yeah. And um, Levi got knocked off the dasher boards by a player at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that came right into it, right in front of them. And he took it like a champ. He did. He got like <laughs> a said, frisbee going, phew. You said he got knocked down and he immediately gave a thumbs up. He's yeah. going back thumbs and watched up. I'm it. Good, what yeah. a trooper. Uh-huh. What a trooper. And uh, Jeremy even said that, that Levi... Uh, now wants to play that kind of football. Like that's not just awesome. football. Wants to play that kind of and football. And that's really what it's all about. I even saw from where I was standing or sitting or yelling, um, there was <laughs> all four, of the above. All the above. There was like four or five kids just passing the ball back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's really cool. Here's a game and they're aspiring to be one of those players one day. And that's what I love about having San Antonio I mean having football in San Antonio right. with football players from San Antonio. So the level, yeah, the level of of fan engagement with the the team, the players, 
I mean, is unparalleled. It's it's a great time to go out there and just watch the game and enjoy the experience. But then you also get to like engage the players that you're watching. Like yes. I love your your RB story. Mm-hmm. For example, RB, a friend of mine who was right. who was out in he the was also in the cheering stands. with us. Yeah, and he happened to call the play yes, at the end. Yes, he did the last play. I can't believe that. I, I heard it from multiple people, so I know it's true. But he said, and he, he didn't know Jaleel Ali's number. We he didn't, did not. We, we, name. He knew uh-huh. the number. We didn't know Jaleel Ali's number right. time during the broadcast. Because his name's not on the his, back of his shirt. No. Yeah, and and on the roster, he's because he's worn a couple different numbers so right. far. Um, but anyways, RB said that number 19 is going to pick off yes. the pass to, to yes. put this game away. It. And that's exactly what happened. And the thing that's so cool about that is because of that, RB's like, I'm going to go and get a picture yes. with number 19. So he walked right up to Jaleel Ali after the game and, and Jaleel took a, a picture with him. Mm-hmm. And he's got a picture uh, with with a fan now that that he was like that's so cool I called it and and he made it come true that's right it was great <laughs> it's, the whole evening was a blast it really was like I said we were surrounded by Manny's family we were surrounded by um, Cheeto's family all around us we had David Olvera's family we had the Roller family so it was just yeah. a blast I mean it really was we haven't gotten numbers yet uh, I would guess oh, there yeah. were about eighteen hundred to two thousand there at the Rose Palace. So Very how, good how turnout many was for it Monday the first night. Game? For Monday night, uh, 2,200 oh, in the first 22. game. So yeah, I don't think it was. 22. I think this was down a little bit, but again, difference between Saturday night and a Monday night. Yeah, big difference. Um, still no excuses. We want to make that aim for 3,000. Yeah, no, got, we got to get 3,000 in the palace. Pack the palace. Uh, and I've seen some comments. I've seen some questions today specifically about specific merchandise. Yes. So lots of people are asking, where can I get a jersey? Yes, looking for jerseys. I know specifically uh, Bonnie Coca was asking about uh, jerseys, and her son is a, uh, Sean Mueller. Yeah. And so she was asking about jerseys. Uh, so I know the team is hearing that and is working on that. Now, remember, they've got to be able to print a certain amount of them. You can't just right. print one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to have to print. They're going to have to come up with either a fan jersey, which you know is not a bad idea for them to start printing up some fan jerseys. Not number 12 fan jerseys, because that's my number. Yeah, we but got that. some fan jerseys in another number. Um, and um, the the best way, like, request it. Mm-hmm. Go to the team and request it. The other thing that I've seen some people asking about. Um, Noisemakers. Well, there was that. Okay. Flags. 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 Michael Wayne oh, Davis. This is, this yes, is something sure. we've actually had talked about with them previously. Love flags, yeah. especially for tailgating. Get we some gunslingers flags. And uh, Albanava, who is one of our patrons and is part of the ownership group, uh, reached out to Michael Wayne Davis. I think it was Michael Wayne Davis. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was asking about it and said, uh, we're already working on that. I will um, drape myself in a flag. Will you? Yes, I will. For sure. Uh, yeah, no, Gunslinger's flags, like, I can see it in my mind. And just the blue background with the uh, red triple stripe running long, lengthways down it. And then the big Gunslinger symbol right in the center of it. Like, uh, almost like the blue t-shirt. Very close to the blue uh, Gunslinger's t-shirt that's out there. I think it looked good. I think they need to get on that. Um, but the best way to get merchandise. Uh-huh. The best way to it is... Exactly what uh, I believe it was Michael Wayne Davis that said, I've got money in hand. Yeah. Like you print them, I'll buy one. I'll buy one before you print them if it'll help them get printed. If you'll reach out to them mm-hmm. in that kind of manner, 
and say, this is what I want, and I'm willing to pay up front before I get it? Yeah, I will do that too. I want a jersey. They'll do it. They'll find a way to make it happen. When they get enough of those requests, they'll find a way to make those things happen. Because Now, don't come to them and be like, hey, I want a jersey. Go print them, and maybe I'll buy one. No. They're not in a position to do that kind of stuff right Mm -hmm. now. They they just money where your mouth is, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, reach out to them and say, Hey, I've got cash in hand. I want to pre order. I'm ready to send my money through Venmo yep. right now. Right. And the PayPal. fact that people are already doing that is just shows that the people are buying into this, you know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I said it again. For sure. For, For sure. sure. Uh, so yeah, definitely reach out um and and let them know what you're wanting and let them know you're ready to pay for it now. Knowing that you're, it's going to be a little while before you can get your hands on it. And uh, I, I truly believe they'll find a way to make that happen. So you want your sweatshirts? I do, and my jersey. So you want your sweatshirts and jersey? Because I'm always cold. I've told and you how to do that now. Because I'm going to drape it over me because I'm cold. So you just want everything. Pretty much. Well, I'm ready to all right. Dear gunslingers, take I my money. I like the money. sound effects, Give Leo. Give me a helmet. Take my money. <laughs> And I do want to give a shout out to Coach's Corner. They did a great job with the sausage wraps They're and good. the nachos out there. Um, continue supporting them. I know the money's going to the um, scholarships. Yep. I know there was some issues about seating with them, but the story was told to me was that they had um, a banner that sectioned off where they were able to sit. The yep. people with the VIP. Someone stole it. Nice. Very nice. Come on, San Antonio. That's really disrespectful. So this time they're one man down because Raj, I have to give a shout out to him. He's out um, somewhere here in Texas helping with the children who who migrated the immigration. So he's helping out people. And then so they're one man down and then they go to to put the, 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 the section to kind of guard it off and sign is gone. Wow. So they had no way to say, okay, you can't sit here. You can't sit here. So whoever took that sign, you better bring it back or you're yeah. in a timeout. A, a timeout. Yeah, or more. Or or more. A spanking. Yeah. Jeez. Can I say that? I don't, well, yeah, <laughs> don't, I, I, I don't want to get, you know. Don't get on RC. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> and I was really uh, mad when they were doing some cheap shots to Roller, and I was yelling, don't you mess with my Roller. So I hope you heard that. Oh, yeah, they pushed him into the dashboards. Did the not point. like yeah. that. A very chippy game. Very, very, very chippy. A uh, lot going on. From the very beginning, it seemed like both of these teams had history. We should have bag of chi- bags of chips ready for them when the next time they come in. <laughs> chippy, chips. I like it. Get it out of your system before you take the field. Yeah. Take your chips now. So as we wrap up another show, uh, all, all that's left to say is that Smoking Guns Podcast is brought to you by... Texas Sports LMT, and that stands for Licensed Massage Therapist. Specializes in sports massage, sports stretch, Swedish, and deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and was nominated Best of San Antonio three years in a row. She worked alongside the San Antonio Commanders, making sure they were game day ready at all times. And right now, she's working on a lot of the um, basketball players from the women's um, NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. she's working it. She's working it really good. Um, she's also worked and provided sports stretch to numerous players from the NFL and the NF- NFL combined. Sports stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size and stature. It is safe for just about anyone who is looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field, in the gym, and in everyday activities. I just had a massage uh, last week. 
Did you? Yes, I did. It was wonderful because I, I was on this little stoop and I was going to fall. And so I grabbed the walls not to fall yeah. and I pulled something in my bicep and mm. much better. I really couldn't even lift up my arm for I go to waxing. Women will know what I'm talking about. And there's a certain position you have to put your arm in and I couldn't do it. So I couldn't wax because of that. And she fixed it. Just like that. I feel like I'm getting mm. a lot more information than I wanted from this read oh, right now. Oh, well. Oh, well. So give Laura the, the text. positions. <laughs> Maybe it didn't come off the right way. <laughs> well, we have it real here on the show. What's that number? <laughs> okay. So give Laura, the Texas Sports L&T, a call to set up an appointment today at 210-459-0176. It's not how you train, it's how you recover. Smoking God's Podcast also wants to extend just the most grateful thanks that we can to our Patreons. Yes. Um, that list is growing. We love you. And we're excited. Uh, Iris and Mo Ferrante. Yes. Herman Robles Jr. Uh, yes. Alba Nava. Greg and Kim Nelson. Herbert, uh, I'm sorry, Humphrey Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Um, Adriana Garcia and Warren Hubert, all part of our team. Our posse, we love you. Awesome people. Uh, You can be part of that team. You can help us make the show go. Go to Patreon and sign up. That's going to wrap up the episode. Um, We are going to be live next week. I don't know if that's going to be a really short episode or a really long episode. It's really really dependent on... Drunk episode. (laughs) A really happy episode. It's going to depend on so many of you coming out and then joining us. Um, we hope to have some players out there. We hope to have some of the coaches mm-hmm. and the team uh, staff out there as far as the ownership. Right. Um, if you've got an idea, just a great idea, you know what we need to do, um, that might be your opportunity to get the ear of, um, you know, an owner and right. say, hey, what you really need to do is have a scoreboard at the games because they haven't <laughs> heard I, that yet. I still think I can walk around with the sign. That hey, has this, you know, maybe that'll work. Maybe I'll have to do that next time. I'm putting it out there. When it comes to football, uh, when it comes to football in Texas, it's all about San Antonio. Like San Antonio was made for football and football is made for San Antonio. And we have a (laughs) message for all those teams out there that don't realize that that's true. We got a message for the Raiders out there in Mississippi. Mm. Your favorite, the Raiders. Yeah. Out in Mississippi. Uh, We got a message for the North Texas Bulls who think that they... Have just uh, walked into our place and and owned us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they comment on every game. Though it's not going to be enough to beat us. Oh, we'll okay, see. We'll see how I that goes. I'm still going with the bull slaughter. We got a message for the wild folks out there just in stay Austin. Stay in Austin. Uh, you don't who, even have a home. Oh, oh gosh! Ouch! <laughs> I was going to say keep your tacos, but that's yeah, keep your breakfast tacos. <laughs> not their fault they weren't. Well, fourteen. But we got a message for them, too. We got a message for the uh, Buccaneers sailing the oceans of El Paso. That's right. Um, that message is quite simply, when it comes to football, the 2 one has got something to say. Bang, bang. For sure. <laughs>